You're listening to episode three of The Mindset Shift. Let's dive in. Welcome to The Mindset Shift, a weekly mindfulness and meditation podcast designed to help you train your mind to work for you. I'm your host, Dr. Rebecca. I'm a licensed clinical psychologist and full-time private practice therapist with a specialty in positive psychology and mindset work. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode three. Today, we're still all aboard our season one meditation basics train, and I'm really jazzed for this episode because today we're talking (sighs) breath work, (laughs) breathing in meditation, what the breath can do for us. All of that is what I want to chat about today. So you may have noticed that For our first couple of meditations, I usually say something like, pay attention to your breathing and you don't have to change it in any way, except I say it in like my meditation spa voice. (laughs) You don't have to change the breath, which is totally fine and that works well. But sometimes I think our breath can help us get even deeper into flow, really into a better headspace and provide this connecting link between the body and the mind, which I think is a really awesome space for meditation to be. You can really feel it when you get there. So with that in mind, I want to teach you about three different breathing techniques today that could be useful in your mindfulness practice. The first is the most important one, and it's called diaphragmatic breathing. So breathing from your diaphragm, diaphragmatic breathing. And what this means is not breathing into your chest, as might feel more natural. You see like cartoon characters breathing really heavy and their shoulders are going up and down. But for diaphragmatic breathing, we're breathing more into your belly. So you're letting your diaphragm fill your frame in a much fuller way, really taking advantage of all of that torso space and getting your breath way further into your body. So therefore getting more breath than if, like in that cartoon way, your shoulders are moving up and down. Um, I was always in choir in school. And so if you've done any singing, this is what your choir teacher was telling you about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. So to do this type of breath, I want you to place your hands on your belly. And when you take a deep breath, when you breathe in, I want you to use your breath to go downward. And I want you to use your breath to make your hands move. Your hands on your belly will expand a bit and your chest and your shoulders will stay still. So let's try that a few times. We'll do three Big, deep, diaphragmatic breaths. So put your hands on your tummy. And we will start with an in-breath. And out. I could really feel my hands moving. In. And out. In. And out. Great. Okay, so honestly, I think that's the most important one in my book, but for the record, let's just try two more that I think you could find useful. 
Um, the second one we're going to do is called Lion's Breath. This is totally a fun one. This is this is a yoga favorite. So any of you yogis out there definitely know what Lion's Breath is. It's a great one for getting a little bit more energy into your body. In yoga, it can kind of build heat. For me, I feel like it really wakes me up. It's it's really versatile. Um, it might sound really weird on a podcast. I don't know. We'll see how it sounds. <laughs> if you have misophonia, maybe don't listen to this episode. <laughs> but lion's breath is simple. We'll breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth in a kind of ha sound, sort of, with your tongue out, your tongue out towards your chin. So, like, breathe in and out. That probably sounded really weird, huh? But let's let's try a couple of these together. We'll breathe in through the nose and out ha through the mouth with your tongue out. Okay, in and out. In and out. You can even vocalize a little bit. Ha. It doesn't it's okay. You you're not being recorded. You can sound as weird as you want. <laughs> good, good. Okay, so in and out. That is lion's breath. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Last one is often called box breathing because there are four parts. We breathe in, we hold the breath at the top, we breathe out, and then we hold again at the bottom with empty lungs. And we do that for a count. So this is definitely the most structured breath that we're going to do today. Um, And we'll start with just a four count on each. You can totally change the count as you'd like. You can breathe in for shorter than you breathe out. You can hold for a really long time. Do with it what you will. But the counting is important and the holding is important. So let's give this one a go. If you're feeling confident about your diaphragmatic breathing, try to box breathe with your diaphragm in that way. Okay, so we'll start with a natural breath, just in and out. And then we'll breathe in for one, two, three, four. Hold for one, two, three, four. Out for one, two, three, four. Hold for one, two, three, four. Good, okay. That was one sequence of box breath right there. So you did it. Now, the breath is really just a tool that we can choose to use or not when we decide to meditate. We play with timing. We play with how we use the body to breathe. We play with our intention with the breath. Do we want more structure? Do we want more depth? Do we, do we want to clear our mind? You know, And as with all the tools, I think it can be really useful, but I also think it has a time and a place and is not necessarily something that works for everyone. So I just want to kind of preface all of this with that because I think that if focusing too much on your breathing takes you out of your meditation, like if you're concentrating too hard to get into the flow because you're worried you're not breathing right, just skip it right? You do you. There is no perfection in the meditation world. Um, And if that's the case, I would also recommend just practicing breath work outside of meditation. I think that can be helpful both to make it a bit easier. So if you do want to try it 
you know, with meditation later, you've practiced it. But also, I have several patients who use guided breath work to help with anxiety in particular. It can be a really, really great anxiety tool. And so if you practice breath work just on a normal day, when you are having a panic attack, you have already built that skill. So that's really, really useful to have. So today, with that in mind, let's try a super duper quick meditation that starts us off with some more intentional breath work. Let's get started in a comfortable seat, either with your feet flat on the floor or your legs crossed in front of you. And instead of your hands resting in your lap, I want you to place your hands on your belly and allow that to guide you in how you are using your diaphragmatic breathing. I want you to start by closing your eyes and taking normal breaths, noticing the air as it moves into your body and out before we start with our intentional diaphragmatic breathing. And while you are doing it, as I guide you, I want you to notice your hands moving on your belly as you breathe in and out. And with each in-breath, I want you to imagine you're filling up a balloon in your belly. So you breathe in And on each out breath, imagine or notice how your body is getting heavier. You feel more relaxed. And continue on your own, filling up your balloon. Every in breath, and then holding the balloon, and every out breath, relaxing further into your meditation. Every in-breath, your hands expand on your belly, your balloon gets fuller, and every out-breath, your body sinks a little deeper into your meditation. You're doing it exactly right. Now, if you'd like to keep meditating, you can pause the episode here. If you're ready to come back to the room, take your last full big in-breath of diaphragmatic breathing. Fill up the balloon as 
much as you can. And as you breathe out, imagine yourself tying off your balloon and notice that instead of filling your balloon with breath, it's as if you have filled it with helium and it's tugging your consciousness ever more to the surface. And as we return to the room, I want you to let your balloon go. It floats gently high into the sky. Getting tinier and tinier as you move your body. Turn your head, stretch your back, move your jaw. As that last little balloon image goes high into the sky, so tiny now, you are back in the room. Welcome back. Thanks for listening, y'all. Anyone else feel a bit heady with all that oxygen? <laughs> it always makes me feel like I'm like really awake and also like a little bit loopy, but that's okay. Like I, I like... I like being able to use the breath in an intentional way for my meditation. And as we go on, you can see if you'd like to incorporate that breath work into your meditation or not. Um, It could be a cool experiment. Up to you. Next week, I think I'd like to chat about visualization in meditation. We've already done a little. I mean, we did a bit today. But we'll dive a little deeper into why I find using visualization and visuals so useful when I'm meditating and I hope you'll join us remember that you can find me Dr. Rebecca at themindsetshift.co and you can sign up for my newsletter there if you'd like you can also email me at Rebecca at themindsetshift.co It would also mean so much to me if you'd like to subscribe to the pod share a rating or a review let me know what you'd like to hear. Uh, One of my sweet listeners suggested that I remind people to allow notifications, um, which I thought was so nice for her to remind me of. I'll be here every Thursday, so sign up for those notifications and you'll never miss a meditation. And I will see you next week. Take care.